All right, part three of the series of how to build a team, things to avoid. What we're going to be doing is is really getting into the mindset here of building an empire. Um, this can look like many different things, but the, the one thing that we are definitely focusing on is something we've already done. That is getting out of production, having happy clients, getting repeat business, and building for the future. This is something that we're building that's scaling and snowballing completely out of control, and we love it. Having, not having control of your finances, that's what we're going for. But it's building an empire, and man, was it hard, and we still are making mistakes. So what we're going to do is do a, a deep dive into what we're doing to create this absolute nationwide and even out of this country real estate empire with zero cost. So if you want to learn exactly how we're doing that, we're getting after it right now. Welcome to the Channel Junkies Podcast, where we discuss today's industry-leading tips and techniques to sell your product, invention, merchandise, affiliate links, anything you want to sell or grow 100% free with YouTube. We have leveraged YouTube for over $41 million in sales in the last 16 months for free. And our goal now is to give businesses and entrepreneurs the exact playbook we use. Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe so you can hop on our live Q&As and dive deep into your channel with Jackson. Just search Channel Junkies on YouTube or look in the show notes below for a link to subscribe. Now, here's your host, Jackson Wilkie. What's up, everybody? This is Jackson Wilkie with the Channel Junkies. And who do we got here? Jesse Dow. That's right. My business partner, mastermind behind the business of all this. In this channel, I teach you how to create real estate YouTube channels that get you millions of dollars of free leads each and every month. Jesse's channel, the cloud-based real estate broker, just how to grow an empire, basically. So go check him out. In the description below, we have free webinars. We have uh, you know, all of our information to get a hold of us at any time. And make sure you tap on that subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. We go live every Wednesday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time as well to answer any questions. So we, if, if you're just catching this one, we have two videos before this. This is a three-video series. One was growing your team. Two was the biggest mistakes to avoid. And oh my gosh, that one went deep. This is building the empire, number three. So when it comes to building an empire, this is something that you ask every single person when they're talking about expanding, growing, whatever. And it's, what the hell is your goal? Ours was getting out of production. Is that basically where we need to be going with this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, the kings aren't out on the battlefield fighting. I'll just tell you that much. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, ultimately your goal is to, we got told, hey, you need to exit production if you really want to scale. And to me, I was just like, dude, that's crazy. And, and and we got told that from people who weren't exiting out, right? Exactly. So the model wasn't there. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, like we, I remember getting told, oh, exit out of production. That's how you scale and grow. But yet the people were still in production. And so it was just kind of like a thought. Everybody thought they were inching towards. And now, you know, a lot of these people are still in production to this day. So, you know, that is the goal for sure. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the, when we made our move over to EXP, that's what like Chuck Fazio, he's like one of our um, upline uh, peers that own the biggest independent real estate brokerage is what he told us is like, Hey, if you guys really want to make this thing happen, you're going to have to step out of production. And like, for me, I was just like, damn, like I, I literally was just like, okay. And then the next, I remember calling Jackson say, Hey, I'm done selling real estate. And he's just like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I said, this is what we have to do. So literally like the next day I was pretty much done. And Crazily enough, like we both moved out of our own markets and we went from doing like 12, 15 million a year to, you know, we did 43 million last year. And that was with neither one of us producing on real just estate. one channel. 
on one channel of yeah. real estate in Portland, Oregon. So that it's not like we added more agents. We didn't do anything crazy. That's what I always tell everyone. Hey, like what's your baseline? And that's why I always reference our Portland businesses because we didn't add more agents. We didn't, uh, we're not generating more. We're not spending more money on advertising or marketing. It's all just this organic YouTube channel. But you know, a lot of people in their own business is their bottleneck. I know I keep referencing this, that Tony Robbins says, 88% of people's bottleneck in their in their business and in their own life is themselves. You know, if it's funny, I I hear people tell me about the same problems or, you know, I've been fired by, you know, five different employees, their employers and they all suck, you know. It's like at some point in time you have to look at yourself in the mirror yeah. and say, "Hey, who who's really the problem here, you know?" And it takes a lot to and it can be a very a big blast to your ego, I guess. For me, I was never just like this person's thinking like, I'm worried about what other people think. For me, I was just like, man, I'm the one generating this business. Like if I get out of it, it's going to stop. Yep. So it wasn't like I was like in that ego sense that way. It was just like me thinking like I was the best solution to close the deals, which obviously I wasn't. So that's fine. I'm super happy that it became something different. But here's the deal. No one's going to believe that them stepping out of production is going to work unless they have a true system that is bringing in business. Yeah. And you just hit something that we haven't even talked about, but you reference all the time. And I know you're, you're the late night guy, midnight, you know, one in the morning, you, your mind just goes crazy and you're probably thinking empire all day long. But the one thing you've preached since day one, which is why it's usually never, you know, Jesse Dow real estate or Jackson Wilkie real estate <laughs> is brand. And that is mm -hmm. something you took from the corporate world. Do you feel like building an empire you kind of have to like get over yourself and your name isn't the brand anymore. Exactly. You know, when people get into real estate, they're just like, I'm going to be a real estate agent. And here's the thing. It never ends up being that way. Yes, there are some agents that are just going to be that role player real estate agent. But you need to think to yourself from day one is where do I want this to go? Yep. I hope if you're being a if you are just even a regular real estate agent, just that's all you want to do is sell houses, never grow a team, never grow a true business is you are a business owner. And you should be wanting to sell your real estate business at the end of your working cycle because that's what you're doing is you're building – you are a business owner. So right. treat it like that. That's the one piece of advice I would give everyone. So you have to think to yourself, do I want to be just a local real estate agent? Do I want to be a big team agent or do I want to be like a national slash global model agent and have people working with me all around the world? And that's really going to tee yourself up for success because once you figure out where you need to go – Trust me, there's vehicles all around the place that are going to help you get there. And if you can get there in a faster way or a more beneficial way, it's like flying on a jet. Like, yeah, if you're going to drive from Portland to Seattle, you can drive. It's going to take you three hours or you can fly and it's going to take you 30 minutes. Yep, exactly. You know? And if you're going to fly, do you want to fly in first class? Obviously, it's going to cost you a little bit more money, but it's going to be a lot more comfortable. Maybe it doesn't matter. It's a short ride. So there's all these different variables. But once you figure out exactly where you want to go – reverse engineer it start working on a game plan you know like before we left our last brokerage that's exactly what we did we're like all right now we know where we want to go what we want to do now we need to find the best vehicle to get us there yeah our goal so was building that empire too but the brand aspect of it is like something you've pounded in my head since day one is getting our names out of it so that we have an, a sellable asset yeah so once you once we when we got our valuation of our first channel you know not having to pick up the phone and answer was what changed the valuation big time. So once you're not the person that has to be in that business, it's like you really built a true, like a manufacturing business model. Line. It doesn't matter who is the owner of the company. 
Yeah. It's all getting produced. So when we didn't have to answer the phones, we didn't have to close the deals, work with the clients, you know, that's when it was the game changer. If you look at exiting real estate, there's like five strategies on how to do it. And the least valued one is the one where you just basically sell your book of business to someone. Well, guess what? Since we don't have to be in that model and we've built something, that's actually our most beneficial one. We're going to have the least amount of things to do with it. But almost every single one after that requires you to be in the business for like two to five years. So what do, you, basically- what do you tell somebody then, you know, to build a brand? Is it, is it just a, like a pick a random name or what does that really look like for somebody? Yeah, it really goes back to the thing. Do you want to be local, geographical, or national? Like if you're going to be a local agent, then yeah, name it something in your market. Like if you live in like Phoenix, Arizona, for me example, I could be calling it like East Valley Real Estate or, you know, Land of the Rising Sun Real Estate, things right. like that. If I'm going to be a, a neighborhood agent, I could be Ocotillo Lakes Real Estate, you know? There's this very niched idea. And the same thing happened in the brewing industry is they'd always say, what do you want to be? Do you want to be a local brewery? a state brewery or a national brewery. So if you're, you can't call yourself Ocotillo Lakes real estate and then want to be in, you know, New York city, New York or Manhattan, like they're going to be like, who the hell is this? You know, you really pigeonhole yourself there. So you have to make it a broad name and everybody wants their own brand identity. So now with agents, you know, they're all talking about brand building and everything else. Nobody wants to be Keller Williams anymore or Remax. I mean, you're building someone else's brand. It's just not the way to do business. So, and and I mean, we still got three more points to go, but you just keep hitting on these things. And I and I know the biggest pain point in, in building an empire. You obviously, if you're going to step out, everybody goes, Jesse, Jackson, how do you guys do it? Like you guys don't answer the phones. Are you serious? So is that something, I mean, did they, they need to let go and what did you do to like ensure and to train our agents, our concierge to be able to do that? Cause it was a handoff, man. Like one day Jackson and Jesse are on nothing anymore and the business quadrupled. So a pain point for agents is they feel like they need to answer every single phone call. Right? Yeah. They, they that's the thing, dude. It's like, here's it's funny thing. now, but that, yeah, it's, that's what everybody I, asks. And we were there, we were there. I know. And I'm just laughing because yeah here's the thing you, you okay. And that's going to matter one out of a hundred times. And, and those aren't the people that you probably want to work with anyways. And everyone always says that it's just like when you call Charles Schwab to get, you know, advice on investing, it's not Chuck Schwab answering the phone. No one's even asking for him anymore. Yep. And when people call for us, they always say, Oh, Jackson, Jesse are out shooting videos. Oh yeah, totally. No, we know like, and then if they do ask you explain very thoroughly, Hey, we built this team to handle your, to handle your transaction the best way possible. You're I'm my team is an extension of me. Yep. That's really what you have to ingrain in these people. And the consumer of today is not the consumer who it was 10, 15 years ago, just like real estate has changed. The consumer has changed. And that's what people don't understand. That's why all of these traditional methods, yes, they still work at very small scale. And as that's why you're, that's why you see these agents coming in now that are like us, dude, we're, we've literally have, we're generating hundreds of millions of dollars in sales every year. And we've been in real estate for two and three years. Yep. It's because we understand what the consumer is looking for and what they want. And then we put a system in place that effectively brings those consumers into our, uh, basically our pipeline. Yeah. And so when you, when you look at these empires, man, they're, they're training, right? And so. Um, that's, that's one thing that you can take a page right out of our book is that you got to be honest with your consumers, your customers right out of the gate. And if there is that one out of a hundred that they have to talk to me, I revert them back. And I say, look, I, I found out that my strengths are video. You don't want me closing your deal. You want Heather, you want Jessica, you want, you know, 
whoever that partner is, they are the bulldog. They're the ones who are going to get your offer accepted. We have this whole relocation process or this whole home buying process mastered every piece of it. All you got to do is focus on, you know, getting, getting here. Right. And so if we disrupt that process, it's going to be a, a rocky road. So they're just like, Oh my gosh, I, I thank you so much for saying that. Yes. Make sure they reach out to me, whatever. So it's having that upfront, honest conversation that we're all fearful to have, but you, you kind of started getting into it. Number two, when building an empire, you got to build for the future, man. It's not just about today. And there has been some major shakeups with, you know, Zillow, Facebook, and they're not bad platforms. There's incredible ways to use, you know, the Facebooks and stuff. But remember the glory days, that's what everybody talks about. Oh, I used to get Zillow leads for 50 cents and I used to get Facebook leads for a quarter and they all start to, you know, cost more. And so that's overhead. But let's just get into that building for the future content marketing and what you envision when building a, an empire. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, it's like when the market collapsed. You know, that's like when the big team models at Keller Williams kind of came in to effect in big and play. It's because all those agents, they shifted their mindset. They got into uh, short sales and bank owned homes, and then they started needing big teams, you know. And the team model was around before that as well. Right. But those are the ones that really sustained. And the thing was, though, is when the market shifted and everyone that went out of business or quit real estate, dude, it was literally like the lights came on and the cockroaches all ran. And that's exactly what's happening now with Facebook and Zillow. It's kind of fun. It's not funny. It's, and what um, did it, happen with Facebook since if people don't know? Real oh, quick. yeah. So since the iOS 14 update, which just happened like in the last couple of weeks, the targeting and ad acceptance layers have came into like deep effects. So essentially, you have to opt into every single uh, system and say like, yes, I want to sell my data. And it costs the price of Facebook to increase their ads by about 4x. Yep. So if you were spending 50 cents before, now you're spending $2. And basically, they just don't want to lose any revenue. So in my personal opinion, they should just be giving us a little bit of money as a user saying, hey, I'll pay you one cent for, or one like ad cents for YouTube, right? It wouldn't cost them anything to give us a little bit of money. And then I want it. If you're a client, do you want to see ads that you want or don't want? Right. Exactly. So you want to see ads that you want. So who cares about giving them your data? Yeah. Like let them send stuff that I want to see. That's fantastic. I need it obviously. So they're smarter than we are, you know, uh, with the algorithms. So going into the, the fact of like what is going to happen is we are going to see this shakeup of where teams are literally buying so much business with Facebook and Zillow that they're going to have to turn that funnel off or they're going to have to increase the splits or whatever it may be. And agents are just going to disperse like wildfire. We're actually seeing a lot of teams and whatnot panic right now, basically saying that they can't, that they're trying to build their Facebook or, or not Facebook, their YouTube business, because now they see like what we're doing and they're wanting to create another form of lead gen and they want to be able to build out long-term sustainable business. So when you think about building a long-term sustainable business, you have to think to yourself, okay, what is something I can do to prevent the future from disrupting my business? Yeah. And what is something that everyone is going to gravitate towards? So I'm actually super intrigued by this whole thing with Facebook and Zillow because now I'm seeing all of these Facebook marketers all shifting into Google and into um, the YouTube space. And here's the deal. Could YouTube shut down tomorrow and ruin my business? It would hurt our business, yes. But would it end our business? No. It, but Google owns YouTube and Google is basically the internet. So Google is like the pinnacle of what is the food chain of social media and technology. And so look what Apple just did with their interface through the app is they just changed all of the security settings for Facebook. 
now it just costs that price to go up. So now anyone that was buying leads, once again, you're buying something, you're not creating an, a brand, right? So you are focusing on someone else telling you something to create business out of. Yep. If you're the brand and you're building the business to come to you by using someone else's vehicle that's long-term and is going to always be out there, then you don't really have much to worry about. Yes, could it happen? Yes, it could. Just like the earth could blow up and we would all be dead. It's something that could happen. It's most likely not going to happen. Right. But if you live in that mindset, you're never going to get things accomplished. So when I think of long-term brand sustainability, I always think of like, what's the least disruptors in the way? And what gets us in front of the most people in a purposeful manner? So on YouTube, people are searching for that stuff. And like I said, it's owned by Google. So Google is pumping people into that information as well. The nice thing about YouTube and that I love is that they claim it's a creator's platform, which means that they don't get in people's way, that you never hear of YouTube in lawsuits. You never hear of anything going on with YouTube. It's yep. because they step out, they have their AdSense, everyone makes money, and it's a very win-win situation. Right. And, yeah. and, and same, with, same with Google, so... And building an empire, and that's the thing, we're not dogging any of these. There's just certain ways. And so if if YouTube did do, go down tomorrow, I, you know, and I have this innate ability, obviously, to, to be able to sell anything if I if I know it and, and can talk it. And that's what I could do on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, but I've just found this knack through YouTube. But you gotta understand where a platform stands. And so when you have a number one, number two search engine in the entire world and, and they they own each other and one owns the other, their whole goal is to get people to the platform. So the only issue I actually see with YouTube going forward is people going to YouTube and having these short um, videos with no value behind them. And that is where I think you're gonna get lost in the weeds. So it's it's turning and we're doing longer and longer and longer videos with less and less and less production. And we're having more and more and more success. And so that's where YouTube for it's been out for what, 10, 12, 15 years, however long. And it was easy back in the day, but now we're starting to see where it's long form content and like the CNNs are on there, the ESPNs are on there. Like people are going to it for their news. And so that is the the, the problem I'm starting to see with YouTube is that people are going to go there and start, you know, try and do this short term content. And there's millions and millions of more users. And so you'll get lost in the weeds. So building an empire now is for me is shooting these long form content videos that are 25, 35, 40, 50 minutes long that are gonna sit there and sustain and, and, and crush the competition forever. So um, that's one way that I think our videos will resonate for the next you know decade or more uh, and just continue to pump. So with the, the Facebooks, the Zillows, especially Instagrams, I think there's a viable way to build an empire and it is 100% switching from what you know. Stop talking about yourself, your listings, your everything. It's content marketing, okay? It's answering the customer's uh, questions, you know, SEO. And you can do this on the Facebooks, the Instagrams, right? Especially real, mm -hmm. man, I put a reel out there and I get like a thousand views on that. Whereas if I do a story, I get like a hundred. So there's avenues. But if you start switching your mindset now to answering consumers' questions on these reels, you're going to have the, their attention, man, forever. So you really need to, you know, build for the future. And 76% of people are purchase, making purchasing decisions after watching videos. So you've got to train yourself, your agents, your team, your empire, how to leverage these social media platforms, man, because that is the future. It is where everybody is going to make their purchasing decisions. So now you built this empire, man, and you're, you're getting the business coming in, right? We have a shitload of business coming in, Jesse, and you've taken all of that now, and we don't drop anything. At the beginning, we dropped some business, and that was because of me. So the other aspect of this, building an empire, is training to crush these deals because now 
we don't just want that one buyer, right? We want their friends, their families, their their listings when they come up, right? And and we are. How did you do that? Yeah. So it all goes back to like what you were just saying. It's being on, you know, Facebook and Instagram in the right way. And then also creating the systems and processes when the client calls you. So like the first thing that we had to understand really quickly was that the deals that we were getting, and when you get people calling you Mm -hmm. uh, purposefully, instead of you tricking them, uh, when I say tricking them, I mean like they register to see three houses, three pictures of a house on Facebook, and now they give you their info and now you call them. I mean, it's literally like you're ambulance chasing and 99.9% of them don't convert. And yes, you do hit home. Yes, you do get home runs here and there. The crazy thing is, is like I would answer these calls and I would prospect them like a Facebook lead and I would be like, these people are just excited to talk to us. So it was like understanding that you are in control of the system and you don't have to prospect these clients. So it's really building a system like how we do it is we get them instantly to Zoom with our lender, you know, and it doesn't matter for us anymore. It doesn't matter if they're a friend of ours or a client that calls us in off of Facebook. They all, or YouTube, they all get a Zoom call. Because what that does is it, it brings out all the questions in the front and it creates a very good dialect of what the consumer's looking for. It lets them meet our lender. And it's so funny when I see deals going sideways or clients being a pain in the butt or agents having issues with clients, I'm always like, oh, do you have a Zoom call up front? No, it's my friend. Why would I do that? It's like, dude, that's because you have to set the expectations up front. Yep. Tell them what the market's like. It's so funny. The agents all go through the same pain process. And it doesn't matter if it takes them one month or 10 months. As soon as they start like really absorbing the systems is when their business always shifts. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is life-changing. This is game-changing. You know, like I, sh- I wish I'd have done this from the very beginning. It's like, yeah, I know. I've, we've already been through this. Yep. And you yeah. can't, you know, and like I'm the type of person where I'll tell you once and now it's up to you to do it. I'm not going to beat the dead horse and let you continue. I'm not going to sit there and waste my energy on you not wanting to take my suggestions. You know, eventually one day you're going to change and say, oh yeah, like let, I'm going to start doing this now because I'm tired of doing it my way. So it is building those systems and processes. And even for all of my agents, as I say, there's two specific things I want every agent to do. One is YouTube. And two is enroll in like a Brian Buffini program, which teaches you how to engage your sphere. The sphere is not a scalable model whatsoever. It takes up a lot of time and energy, but I think the basis of the sphere business is very important because once you've already entered into someone's space, like their home, and these are all your friends that are in your sphere, they're, you're already a trusted ally to them. Yep. So a lot of people will do these, the Buffini stuff. It's always like a six step touch or a 25 step touch throughout the year. They give you handwritten postcards and things like that to send out, which is all great. But there are ways to do that through social media where you do not have to like personally get out and specifically talk to them. But what we did for Christmas is the weekend before is our agents took out brunch kit. It basically had like a, a bottle of champagne, orange juice, uh, Cinnabons, you know, some lottery tickets and some fun things for the kids. There was like a handwritten postcard in there. Basically, thank you for being our client this year. We couldn't have been as successful without you, you know, basically asking for the referral in there. But right after that, we actually ended up getting a bunch of business and there are some specific clients that are going to be pain in the butts and things like that. And it's really about putting them with the right agent that's yeah. going to handle them. You know, we've had an agent when I was still selling, I had, we had a client that fired me and our lender. <laughs> and then uh, I gave her to Heather and then Heather brought her back on. And now Heather is working with her like on her fifth home purchase. And she's like, I hated Jesse, the real estate agent, but I love Jesse, the person. He was just too upfront with me. And this lady was really bizarre and I just couldn't handle that. 
So uh, that's not the rule for me. I'm not like a good people person as far as like real estate goes because oh, yeah. I just like I like want to just be in the business, right? Yep. Like I want to be where I can affect things on a big way. And it's always fun to see houses. Don't get me wrong. Like I love that stuff. But my time is very important to me. So there are other people, like I said, where you got to put them in those systems that absolutely love it. So that's really what that's all about. Yeah. And and that <laughs> right there at the end. So now we have these concierge, we have these buyers agents and, and the, the important part was getting our first one and trained up. Right. And so she knows her strengths. She knows the people that she can work with. And then the other ones that kind of aren't her style, that's the next ones. Right. And so now we've built this, this whole system and model to where um, when these deals come in, first and foremost, you guys are like, oh my gosh, we're talking empire. And here you are going back to a zoom. This was pre COVID zoom. This was, yep. we had to make our clients download Zoom and they're like, okay, cool. And everybody fears this and they're like, well, I, I, that's just weird. It's not like, I'm telling you right now, if you if you adopt Zoom into your business and it's the initial call, he just said, time's the most precious asset you have. If you accept that call or now you're building an empire and you have agents below you and they're answering the calls like Jackson Wilkie and I don't ask them if they're pre-approved. I don't ask them nothing. I'm just having a conversation. Well, now... Jesse's got to get on the phone with them and ask the hard questions. And then there's money questions. Oh, now we got to get it to our lender. They got to have a conversation. Now all three of us have to have a conversation and see where we're at. That one Zoom call locked it all down. So yes, we went down the road of not doing Zoom and we had three, four, five phone calls and it took two, three days to just get what would have taken 30 minutes on a Zoom. So that's how we started building this empire. Obviously was, and when I've mentioned it, I think in video one or two, when we faulted, Jesse switched it that quick. He saw the problem and we went the other way. And so that's what you really have to do is get these systems in place and, and delegate, you know, trust, trust these other people and build them up. Now we're getting three, four, five deals. We're getting listings out of these clients. Their friends, their family are coming. They're not calling anybody else. It's us. It's 6% listings. It's just, it's, it's, it's been a system to where this empire will now continue to scale and grow. And let's say YouTube goes away. Well, now we've got hundreds and hundreds of clients across the country who are calling us daily for their families, for their friends, for whatever, or they got to move for a job. Uh, oh yeah. The, um, that's the crazy part is we've had so many people call us to like list their house to buy another house in our own market. And here's the funny thing is, so I talk to agents every day and people are always like asking me like, how are you combating like these listing fees and this and that? Because sometimes the, the clients will still call me because I worked with them when I was uh, still selling real estate Yep. and uh, I'll just have them jump on a zoom real quick. I'll talk to them. Hey, I think this is what your house is worth. Let me see it real quick. They like send me on a little tour with their camera or whatever. And, and I'll see as long as it's in the same condition, I'll be able to run comps really quick. I tell them what the price is. And then I just say, yeah, I'm going to send over uh, Heather. She's going to take a look around, tell you guys what you guys need to do. We'll send over the listing contract with all the disclosures. Here's the disclosures from last time. Dude, never are they ever asking us about commissions. They're never asking us about anything, dude. They're like so trusted in this process. And some of them are clients that I never thought would ever call me again. And then they're like, right back. Hey, we're going to sell our house. Uh, you know, we want to buy another one. Yep. It's like, okay, cool. You know, cause some of like, you have to remember, dude, these things are like, these times are stressful. These times are like, you know, everyone's emotions are running high. Uh, we're in the middle of, it was COVID was pretty bad. You know, people are moving across the state. Imagine moving or across the country. Imagine moving, like just moving two two cities away. Yep. These people are moving states away. And who knows how the sales going on the other end of the deal. Typically, we refer to our own partner agents if they're in their market. Yep. Yeah. And we've, we've built not only systems, but we've built relationships with our with our vendors. And that's what you need to do. So these people, the, the reason they never question us is because when they moved here, it was the greatest thing that, that happened to them, right? We have our lender who is on every Zoom call. And guess what? He's there 
um, answering every question. We have our, our title rep, like Jesse's whole thing with lender with vendors was they better be, you know, you know, helping you with your business. And for us, it was just making sure that the deals close and you're there. So that's why these people absolutely love our processes is because of the way Jesse's trained, you know, our vendors as well to be a part of our team. We just tell them that lender, that, that title rep, you know, the, the escrow officer, they're all just part of our team. It's a one big moving piece. And so, you know, that building this empire isn't easy. Obviously, Jesse has these conversations every day. You can reach out to him any day, week, me too, as well. Information down below. But number four, when building an empire, Jesse is there like today, if you're, if you're like, we're building this empire, you you have to, you know, align yourself with, with something, someone, right? Is there, is it best to like go out and create your own brokerage or is it best to like go franchise or is there a model in place that you feel fits this best? If, if someone has the mindset to be huge, right? Yeah. What is and it? like I, and like I said, from the very, like in the, I think it was like episode two is that you, or even at the beginning of this one, I said, you have to figure out what your long-term goal yep. is and literally write it out on a piece of paper. If you're, you know, the thing that I always lot, like drives me crazy is a brand new agent saying, I'm going to make a hundred million dollars this year. It's like, dude, no, you're not. And I think somebody saying that is like, it's an unreachable goal. And I think those are like ridiculous, you know, like Warren Buffett says, like you will only ever focus on five goals. So all the other ones are pointless, but I think understanding where you want to go and then reverse engineering it and figuring out like what the best vehicle is to get you there. I will say that most agents go through the process of I'm, I'm going to be an agent. Then they want to own a team. Then they want to own the brokerage or they want to be an investor. And it all leads to making more money and getting out of production to get more time because they're getting burnt out. So what I realized early was like, okay, I don't want to, own the brokerage because what I, I saw was people getting sued all the time. And I saw like, well, if that agent leaves, then you no longer receive a cap. I think there's a lot of liability in that model. And it's very risky because agents are moving so often because like I said, it's all the same model, just a different brand. There's also, uh, you know, then there's the, like, that's the franchise model. You have your franchise fees and the same thing goes with independent brokerage. Yes. You don't have a boss. And what I see from like the independent brokerage model, it's usually like somebody that had their own vision and mindset and they typically didn't get along well with others. So now they're just like, screw this. I'm going to create my own independent brokerage mm -hmm. and, you know, do their own thing. So that's great. It's unscalable once again. Yes. Could you own seven, eight independent brokerages? Yes. But once you start moving out of uh, states and, you know, different markets, that's, that's another situation, you know, but then it also comes back to what is your own independent vision? And what you want, what do you want to do? What does success look like to you? But for us in seeing that the team model, for example, and I talked to so many big agents and even brokerage owners, and I would ask them straight up, I'd be like, what is your bread and butter of your business? Or what would you do if you could go back and start from square one? And you know what every single one of them said is like, I would literally, I would love to be a team underneath a model that gives me the most leverage. So for me, I was like very interested. And this is like talking to big independent brokerage owners, yeah. like own 30 franchises. And then I asked them like, what's your favorite? When you own a franchise, what was your favorite person to have in your business? And they all said, the, oh, I love teams because teams build their own business. They're building a business under my brand. And what it's doing is it's building my overhead. And never once did they say, well, I get to provide all this great value and all this stuff. It was never about anyone else. So, you know, fast forwarding, when we did the, went through this process, it was, um, it was, we looked for someone that could give us global coverage 
be able to partner with an agent in any market in any world and have the support systems in place and where we could not spend our time doing all the basic trainings. Right. Because right. when time is the, you know, biggest asset that we have, it's the one thing, you know, money can buy time or not time specifically, but it can buy you freedom but you're not getting any more time in a day. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. But when you're working, you know, how can I alleviate a, a process that isn't productive? So if I have to keep training brand new agents over and over to the exact same thing, there's gotta be a system in place that takes that away, you know, from me. Yep. And when I looked at, at the end of the day, I was so anti EXP dude. I was getting called by every agent. They were all talking about revenue share. And now being here, I, it's like, there's like eight phases of joining EXP. And, you know, people start looking at EXP around phase two and phase three, which is like when they become like interested in it, you know, phase six is like over excitement and like they, they want to tell everyone about it. And that's literally who was calling us. And phase eight is really building longevity and how to be a value add and building a real solid network, which is where all the big players are, which is why you never hear from them because they're not out calling everyone every single day. So for us, it wasn't like we weren't getting called by big time players saying, hey, this is what is going to get you from point A to point B the fastest right. and the most comfortable. And like I was telling you before is our business in Portland went from 10 or 12 to 43 million in one year. Um, and this was in COVID pandemic. And we also have received $250,000 from EXP in stock and revenue share. Revenue share is paid out in cash every single month. So it, that's in one year, plus all of the um, co commissions that we received. Right. So let's say that we each made, uh, let's just say three, say $300,000. It was probably like the best and easiest $300,000 we ever made and the fastest. And what we're also like scaling massively, you know? Right. So In this is going to keep year. going and going and going. I never think about the caps anymore. I never think, never think about the splits. I always just think like, man, I'm so grateful to be here in this moment because it literally like opened the floodgates and the thing that no one's ever going to understand is they're never going to understand what this is like until they're here because there's no other model on the planet that exists. 99% of the brokerages out there are all franchise modeled or independent brokerage. There's nothing out there that has one, you know, broker owner that allows you to work with agents and has the systems and the added benefits. Yes, there are uh, knockoffs out there. There's like real, there's exit, which is still a franchise model with a little bit of revenue share. There's Keller Williams with their profit share, which is like, it's like a penny compared to like a hundred dollar bill. And it, there's just like all these people now coming in, trying to get a little piece of that action. And I remember working in the energy drink space and I remember like Red Bull, Monster, Rockstar, like the three dominants. Yep. And I remember like people would come in with these knockoff brands like Diesel, Buku, like who knows? And they'd always say, this is a hundred billion dollar category. If I can just get 1%, I'm gonna be rich. I don't wanna be with people that just wanna be rich and like the bottom feeders. I want to build, I want to be with the people that are thinking like the Red Bulls, the rock stars and the monsters of the world that are out there building just giant wealth right. and freedom for people. And it allows through the EXP model, it's really like affiliate marketing. It lets everyone use each other's systems. And now you get a partner with someone that has the same mindset as you and you get to learn from. So not only do you get a partner with one agent. So if you partnered with me, you would get everyone in my upline Obviously, if you partnered with someone in my upline, you now eliminated me, which happens all the time. We actually get a lot of people that call us and they say, hey, I partnered with so-and-so in your upline. Sorry, that's now you get to, you can still buy our systems because we sell them. But the true value is working with people and partnering with us because I will tell you right now, the way that the real estate industry is heading is we went from uh, zero to number 17 out of 42,000 agents here at eXp, and we've only been here for 10 months. 
I already know like all these other agents, I hear their methods. They're so cheesy about how they're like bringing on agents in real estate. And I see it, dude, the wave of the future is coming and we are right here just at the ground level, scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, if we do this in a year, our businesses, we're going to be like, dude, it's right. nothing. I mean, even in the one year that we went like on GSD mode, like life had changed so much in one year. Just imagine in another year. So, and that's, that's what we pre, that's what we talk about, you know, is building an empire. You can't do it alone. And no. where else is there a model to where if you're in this, you know, where, where I can teach you everything and I benefit from it. And so not only me, but everybody above us. And that's when it made sense is that we had big, big mind, big thoughts. And we wanted to make sure we got all the help we could. And so we, we aligned ourselves with the number one independent broker owner in the world. He got us out of production. You know, the number one cold caller in the world. He got us better with uh, the conversations with our spheres, with our, you know, and now we get repeat business. And so that's the aspect of building an empire is you, you can't go out on the loan. So you might as well align yourself with somebody or something, some, some brokerage to where every ounce of, of business you do, you know, is, is beneficial to not only you, but the people above you and below you. So that's one thing, but I, I want to just take a second and talk about my empire. So, you know, when, when they ask you about what you want in your empire, mine, I got three little kiddos, dude, eight, five and one. And so my whole vision was not about me. It was like, dude, I need to set something up for them. I'm so blue collar and dude, redneck from North Idaho. Like you log, you mine. And I was a journeyman lineman. Like you build this little 401k and that ain't going to sustain anything. And so when the, when the model came, I was like, okay, now all the hard work you do the rest of your work, your life, if, if something happened to me today, it still continues to not only grow, but compound and compound and compound. And my family lives off that. They're going to have the wealthiest lifestyle, even if something were to happen to me. Not only does that stock keep going, but the revenue share forever, forever. And so now I've set my family up. That's my empire. That's my why. And so there was nothing out there like this. So that, you know, there is different aspects to, you know, building an empire. And so we love figuring it out. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong is they have a, they're a one trick pony and they're going to try and work you down this system and pound it, pound it, pound it. And if it's not what you like to do, it's never going to work and you're never going to grow. So that's what we invite you to do with our information down below is just reach out and dude, all we can do, even if you don't join it, like we can still have these conversations with you to align you and get you going forward with your empire. So the one thing I want to add to that really quick, yeah, man, just shoot. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but like, if you take a look at like everything out there, like if you're just wanting to do traditional real estate. And when you partner at eXp, you actually get a true value of saying like, who are my partners and who do I want to learn from or whatever it may be. But if there's someone out there, like, and I, and like, I think of like Ricky Carruth, like he gives all of his stuff for away for free and he's here at eXp. If you partner with them, what are you going to get? Is he going to, is he going to, what extra values do you get? So it's like the traditional stuff is so free on the internet. It's like, that's what my, I was very purposeful about like who I partnered with at eXp because I needed someone, people that were going to add true value to my business don't waste uh, Jesse's help, time. Yeah. Help us, help <laughs> us grow. And you know, when I hear like we meet with agents all the time and sometimes they choose to work with other agents and partner at eXp and it's because they're, it's because they're, they're being promised something or, you know, they're, they're thinking they're going to get something or magically be turned into like a hundred million dollar producer overnight. And that's what I was said at the very beginning was like, what's cool to you? Is it making a hundred thousand dollars and working your ass off 24 seven or is it stepping out of production, getting a lot of time and freedom and still making a hundred thousand dollars because there are ways to do that and make that happen. And I mean, if you want to make a hundred million dollars, I could get you into a hundred million dollar production overnight and it's going to cost you a lot of money. 
And as these people scale and build, a lot of them are spending more money on leads and business. And that's why I said you're going to see the, the people scatter here shortly when this whole Facebook and Zillow thing shakes out. And now we're getting more and more people buying our systems and tools every day, even inside of the XP that aren't partnered with us. Right. We have so many people in our agency that just want to like do what we're doing. And for people that want to partner with us, you get to learn a lot of really cool stuff. And if you add value, if you have value to add and you're a true team owner or you're a marketing agency or whatever it is, those are the people that really win. Because like I said, it's kind of like affiliate marketing. If you have another layer to add into this model, dude, you just now just created a value proposition where people are going to want to partner with you. And like I said, it's, it's all about partnerships and locking arms and coming side by side and adding a true value. You know, like I said, it's like being an athlete once again. It's like you're joining a team and now you're going to have to pay them to play on the team. No, we're going to pay you to play on the team because that's what you're really worth. If uh, old Tom Brady, not only he wins his seven rings, but if he was in a model to where everybody he that played under him his whole entire career and the rest of his life, every Super Bowl ring they win, he got a piece of that. He'd have like a hundred Super Bowl rings, you know, that's yep. like just, hey, there's my little analogy. But um, we love this stuff, man. We could talk about it all day and it is a fit for some and, and it's not. That, that's not what we're saying is everybody needs to go down this path. But for the big thinkers and, and the like-minded, if we hit any of those trigger points, that's what we you know invite you to do is reach out and talk to us. We do this every day. So now our my vested interest every day is working with our EXP downline. My strengths, I can go into any market. I can shoot videos that I know exactly what the consumers want. And we could dominate and get phone calls within a week. Like I'm, I'm, I mastered that stuff. So I work with my, you know, my people every day on that. And then Jesse's the, the scale on the growing and, and, and building this empire, building this business, getting you out of production. So our information, it's all down below. You reach out days, nights, weekends, seven days a week. Other than that, we've got so many videos and we got free webinars, everything down in the description. We give everything away because we just love how much this has changed our life, changed our business. So with that being said, uh, everything you need, reach out to us. But now a bunch of videos are popping up. Those are going to help you scale, grow your YouTube channel. Start clicking on those. You'll be well on your way. And until the next video, guys, we'll catch you later. Bam. YouTube changed our lives and it will change yours too. Thanks for listening today. And as always, make sure to check us out on YouTube by searching Channel Junkies and join us live weekly on our live Q&A show. Don't wait another day to make money from home and get your business to the number one platform in the world where clients will be begging to work with you. Check out our free webinar in the show notes or head over to channeljunkies.com for your YouTube needs.